Good afternoon and welcome to 1 p.m. Weekly News, where we bring you the latest news and stories on climate change and sustainability. I'm your host, Anton Krieger. This episode is brought to you by NextGen Clean Energy Solutions, your sustainability easy button from concept to completion. Let's get into it. New York has become the 10th state to ban wildlife killing contests. The legislation was supported by leading animal protection organizations that include the Animal Legal Defense Fund, conservation groups, and thousands of New Yorkers. The contests have traditionally been used to reduce wildlife populations that conflict with farm animals, but scientific studies show that they are, le they are less effective than non-lethal methods that emphasize coexistence with native wildlife. Animals that are now protected from wildlife killing contests in New York include coyotes, foxes, bobcats, squirrels, raccoons, crows, and other animal species. The honey industry has been experiencing increasingly low yields from the honeybee colonies in the past 10 years. As of 2023, each colony is yielding approximately a half pound less of honey per colony. Scientists are pointing towards environmental degradation that is caused by a number of factors that include pesticides, habitat loss, disease, and the climate crisis. Honeybees need nectar, pollen, and water that is collected from the surrounding environment, but the amount of flowers growing in different regions has significantly diminished. Scientists warn that the lack of pollinating plants could be the cause of the rapid decline of ecosystems that impact food yields, unless this problem isn't addressed urgently. For the second year in a row, the annual climate summit, known as COP, or Conference for the People, will be hosted by a petrostate, or country whose economy is heavily reliant on the extraction and exportation of oil and natural gas. UN officials confirmed last week that Mukhtar Babayev, a former executive of the state oil company in Azerbaijan, was confirmed as the president of COP29 to take place this coming November. In response, climate advocates are calling for a radical overhaul of the COP system, which allows just one of the 195 member countries who signed the Paris Agreement to single-handedly block decisions. In this case, Russia vowed to block any European Union country from hosting as a retaliation to the bloc's support of Ukraine in its war with Russia. Azerbaijan has been the only nomination to gain Russia's approval. Indonesia and Malaysia are responsible for 85% of the world's palm oil production. In 2020, Indonesia issued laws regarding the legality of palm oil plantations being operated in forested areas. Deforestation is often facilitated for creating palm oil plantations by setting fires to clear the land, which in turn impacts air quality, animal and plant species and habitats. Companies who have broken the laws have been fined by the Indonesian government for $310 million so far, but this is just the start. Of the 42 million acres of palm oil plantations that have been discovered to be in designated areas of forest, only about 15% or 4 million acres have been identified so far. Last week, the executive branch announced nearly $1 billion in funding for school districts to replace diesel buses with electric buses. The money comes from the Inflation Reduction Act and is managed by the EPA in the form of grants that allow 280 school districts serving more than 7 million students nationwide to purchase clean buses. The EPA's internal watchdog has found that charging the buses is the biggest challenge given how much energy they consume from the electric grid. Utility companies that were interviewed say the delays have resulted largely from a shortage of high voltage transformers that need additional power lines. This could take up to two years to implement. 
New England just launched its first large offshore wind farm off the coast of Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. At a time when wind developers are struggling with high interest rates, supply chain delays, and pushback from the local communities, the Vineyard Wind Project aims to install a total of 62 turbines with 800 megawatts of capacity by the end of the year. In the last year, offshore wind farm contracts have been canceled in Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York, all due to the rising interest rates and inflation that affect profitability. Those are the latest top-line stories from the sustainability universe. Please join us next week again for a new episode of 1PM Weekly News.